Well, hello, everybody. Here we are. Today's the day. It's the launch. We finally made it. I feel the big engine starting to push out. Hey, we're about to take off, man. This is awesome. That's right. Remnant Revealed, brand new podcast, biblical perspective of policing. I'm excited about it. What we've spent like uh, about a year, January, yeah. uh, we started and we spent about a year getting this thing ready, getting it prepared to launch. My good friend Rick Snyder, you have what, 25 years yeah. of law enforcement uh, background? Uh, and most of that is working with. Uh, uh, police officers and their families uh, during very critical moments of life. That's right. So 25 years of policing experience, but also uh, many of those years representing fellow officers sure. and their families in various ways. Uh, but also getting that behind the scenes perspective of what's really going on, not just, you know, we all think about just how it affects us personally, right? And how the right. job affects us personally. <clears throat> right. But actually getting to see behind the scenes in the lives of your fellow officers and their families in the really great positive things that happen, but also the struggles that are natural, that are human, uh, but also are somewhat unique due to the profession and sure. what these folks, these women and men are willing to do for, on behalf of their communities. On behalf of their communities. And first of all, let me say, on behalf of the community and our nation, thank you so much for all of your life. 25 years is a long time. Yeah. So thank you so much for uh, what you have sacrificed and given, not only for the cause of uh, law and righteousness, but also on behalf of your brothers and sisters in law enforcement. Uh, thank you for uh, well, for I'm, all the stress and pressure that we put on you as uh, as our community. We're so very thankful for what you do. Well, and I appreciate you saying that. And I, uh, I get the distinct uh, honor of walking amongst heroes. And that's probably the yeah. coolest thing about this profession, this calling um, <clears throat> that all of us have sensed in our lives or else we wouldn't be doing it. That's right. That's right. Nobody does this for the money. That's for sure. Nobody <laughs> does it for for applause. No, that's for sure. popularity. Right. Um, but because they feel this innate calling upon their lives to do something that quite frankly, isn't natural, isn't normal, That's running right. toward the danger instead of away, standing the line between good and evil, putting yourself in harm's way. <clears throat> and as we all know, we raised our right hand, swore an oath to God Almighty. God and the and, Constitution. That's right. Yeah. And, um, and then in doing so on that day said, hey, we're willing to lay down our lives. So that brings up really the reason we started That's this right. podcast called Remnant Revealed because we do understand that because the dynamic of, of policing and who police officers are are really set apart and different from just your average human being. And that reason is because God has called them to do this great job. Right. They do have a deep purpose. Um bringing back the perspective of the deep spiritual output of officers that is overlooked many times um, through wellness or other things that take place. We are here and starting this podcast to say we recognize that the warrior spirit on the inside of every officer, male or female, is placed there by God with that call. And with that comes certain struggles, sometimes certain issues that we want to speak to. Yeah. And we want to encourage. 
you got 25 years of law enforcement experience. I've got almost 30 years of uh, ministry and chaplaincy experience and working in the sheriff's department, police departments. Uh, I am literally with officers just about every day of my life. That is true. And uh, have worked and walked with them through uh, every kind of situation and every kind of moment, it seems, in life from marriages to counseling to uh, officer-involved shootings to, um, sadly, officer suicides. So That's right. our heart here uh, is not to be Bible thumpers. That's not what we're going to do. Not interested in doing that at all. We're really interested providing a deep moment of hope and care and love and passion that you can have hope and peace on the inside even though you're dealing with a crazy world that has no peace and has gone mad on the outside. Well, and, you know, you say, you know, as you talked about, you've been doing this for 30 years. I've been doing it for 25 years. And I think we... uh it's safe to say we're both in an agreement that we have never seen times like the ones that we're in oh for not just the profession, but for our country and for uh, everything that we're going through. But also when we talk to folks who have plowed the ground that we stand upon today thats right for decades before us, they all, the ones that are still around and able to tell us, tell us to a person. I've never seen I've never it like seen this. It. I'm thinking about chaplains that I've known that's got 35, 40 yeah. years invested. Uh, that's their life. Some of them uh, did this as a career, full-time, professional. Uh, others are volunteer and have long periods of time working with officers in the community. And they'll tell you, we, we have never seen it this severe where the crush to demoralize, absolutely devastate officers and uh, and and break them yeah is open blatant in your face in media in the public uh, in schools I mean everywhere yeah uh, and to try to still do your job which has enough stress of its own but then also understand and take on that now you're hated instead of loved though you come to save, lives and save the day um it, it's a it, man that's that's just a difficult moment in life so i'm glad we're doing this <clears throat> excuse me because i think between the two perspectives here that's right right i think we have some answers to life that not only officers but their families their loved ones their children their spouses uh, their significant others can listen to receive and uh, and get something that will help their life and help them do their job better. Yeah, so let's talk about that for a minute. As you were saying in our nation right now, no other time than this have our officers been so dehumanized. Oh, yeah. Demonized, demoralized, mm -hmm. right? All with all the, the purpose, words. <clears throat> all with the purpose of destabilizing our communities. If we destabilize our police, we can destabilize the communities in which they serve. And what our officers and what we have seen, especially in recent years, is that they have resolutely stood the line, but not without a cost. And, 
you know, in the law enforcement profession, we do a great job uh, uh, focusing on physical wellness. We do a great job, a much better job now. Some areas a great job on focusing on the mental, emotional wellness of our officers. But I'm here to tell you, my friend, that at some point we all come to the realization that something is still missing in this overall formula. And invariably, whether you like it or not, it comes back to this void that can develop within your spirit. And when you have that void in your spirit, you start losing the spirit of that officer, that uh, meekness, as we like to talk about, which is power under control. That's right. Right? Yep. It's not weakness, it's meekness, which means if you need to exercise that power, authority, or those skills, abilities, tactics, all those things, make no mistake. It's there. That can be done. But with that comes the the under control component in which we're protectors and guardians of our communities um, uh, unless somebody crosses that line and we have to defend that. But here's the deal. That takes a toll on our officers. It definitely takes a toll on their families. And time and time again, what I find through my own personal experiences is like so many others that have come before me and that are going to come after me and that I walk amongst. I came to the realization that I cannot do this on my own. That's right. I can't survive this on my own. This job will chew you up and spit you out if you allow it. And knowing that, we say, hey, make sure you're physically uh, good. Make sure that you're mentally, emotionally good now. But not many people want to talk about that spiritual aspect. And I want to make clear, we're being very deliberate through our experiences and where we don't have the answers, but we know where we can point Folks That's right, to, where the answers are. That comes from this biblical perspective. Yeah. And it's time that some folks start to stand up and at least point our officers in that direction to at least give them the opportunity Come to on. find and discover that hope for themselves. Absolutely. It, you know, we talk about building a house. You don't start building the walls and put the roof on. You start with the foundation. There you go. So you can pretty up the walls. You can pretty up the roof. But if you if you don't deal with the cracks in the foundation, mm. that whole house is coming down. It's going to show up. And haven't we been seeing that? When I was a kid, uh, just didn't thought about this. When I was a kid, uh, my mother canned. Right, we would grow a garden. Oh yeah, green yeah. beans. Mm-hmm. Pack them in a jar. Yeah, put a seal on it. Right. Yeah. Old country people. Right. Yeah. We were just mountain yeah. country people, and. Put it in a big, in this big, what they called a pressure cooker. Mm. Now, you knew pressure was going to build up inside of that. It was designed. That was its purpose, That was its purpose, was to build up pressure from boiling water. Mm -hmm. That pressure compress and seal those jars of green beans that were inside of that pressure cooker. So you already knew up front you were going to build pressure on the inside of that pot. Sure. Your trust is mm-hmm. that the integrity of the walls of that pot were solid Gonna and hold. could contain and hold and the seal and the lid and everything. You had to lock it down. Mm. I mean, mm-hmm. and you watched your little pressure gauge, you know, to make sure that. But one time, uh, I know of a circumstance where that pot uh, got overpressured. Mm-hmm. And it did not just break apart and boil over on the stove. 
it blew that lid through the roof. Wow. It, <laughs> when, <laughs> when, it when that thing went off, boom, and I mean, it took ceiling, drywall, lattice work, took it all the way through and blew a hole out of the roof the size of that lid. That's incredible. The worst thing you want to happen is to have pressure build up so much that it starts revealing the fractures. Yeah. Now, everybody has fractures in their life. None of us are perfect. None of the vessels that we hold, you know, your outside, your brain, your soul and your body, that's mm-hmm. the vessel. That is the pressure cooker. Mm. Nobody wants to have absolute problems build up on the inside to the place where you blow your lid off. Yeah. It's devastating. You don't want that to happen to any human being, much less to an officer who is standing on the line between good and evil for us and our community. Well, and they're constantly under the pressure, right? Constantly. And they know that. They're taught that. Officers are taught in the academy, this job has pressures. Listen, these are the pressures you're going to endure. You're trained. You're physically trained. All these things you go through in the academy. Or even if you talk about the military, even in boot camp or whatever. You're trained. You're taught that, that these pressures are going to come. However, when you get out and start actually doing the job, and then people who are supposed to appreciate you and love you for what you're doing and the price that you're willing to pay mm-hmm. start treating you as though you are, you're dejected and you're, uh, you're the bad person. Yeah. And actually, you're the good person on yeah. the scene. Uh, and granted, bad things have happened even with good people or bad people. No Mistakes happen. It's a job, it's a calling, that but it also has humans. That involves humans. Right. However, not every officer leaves their home planning on having a bad day for them or the people they come in contact with. Probably 98% or more. Yeah. Well, when you that. say that, uh, you're right. We do a good job of preparing our officers through the academy. <clears throat> I think the great disillusionment occurs once somebody's been doing this job for a while, this. Uh, any woman or man that's doing this and then also all the regular events in life are occurring you suddenly realize nobody really gave you all the tools you need to be able that's to right address that right and so that's where i say you you find that you still have this this piece that's missing yeah now we do have strong officers of faith various faiths yeah. um <clears throat> that really uh rely upon that recline upon that and and for the good right that's right but there are many officers that tell me i'm i have to believe that you've heard this too that this job and all that comes with it has done a lot to drive them away oh it damages from that yes right um or compromise that or just uh change that in a way that they don't even recognize it anymore that's right how many officers do we hear i have to believe officers that are watching this right now right that have said you know i know i'm a good person i started off being a good person i had a faith this job drove me away from it or i saw the human element in a way that it changed my whole perspective i would say disillusionment there you go it really you're you start questioning things in your you can't life. Can't make it all right. Add up because what you see day in and day out are uh, 
how evil and wicked humans can be to another human. That's right. Or or not, let's say it's a circumstance of a car crash or a situation where it's an accident. Still, you've got to go in, clean that up, deal with that, and you see people at their worst. You see them deceased. You see them uh, in great pain. You And so your heart as an officer is to fix all that, mm-hmm. and then you realize you really can't. You got to deal with it, but most of the time you can't really fix it, right? Right. Um, and so that brings you have a honeymoon period, you know, and then you then you start hitting these years of disillusionment. Yeah, I, I thought all this was and going to work great, and now I'm finding that man, I'm holding on. Oh, this is what I, uh, sustained pain. Sustained pain. That's good. Yeah. Once you have sustained pain, it, it, you start to lose sight. Of, of the forest for the trees that are right in front of you. And, and that's what we're hoping that this is. Talk a little bit for folks to understand why, are you, why do we call it Remnant Rebuild? How, where does that name come from? Well, because, all right, so officers, most officers deal with exterior mm. coming at them, right? right? Or them up being on a scene where there's an exterior. Mm-hmm. But in every officer, there's a great interior. And there, there are... Uh, there are places in our lives where we think we're alone. We think we stand alone. We find ourselves in pain where we're dealing with what we consider a lonely battle and nobody else is going through this but me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're doing this podcast to let every cop know unequivocally you are not alone. And we're going to reveal this remnant. Now, remnant is not the whole cloth. A remnant, even in your Bible, is a, it's a piece that comes alongside to strengthen, to be sewn in, to strengthen the whole, mm-hmm. though it's not the whole. Mm-hmm. Remnant revealed is, hey, we want to let you know that our voice is here to be heard. Well, and I think it's also saying, right, that the law enforcement officer often, as we see, they become the remnant that holds their the fabric of their communities together. Again, that's right. So, but we also have to make sure that we hold them together to be able to, to do To be that, able right? to hold, that's right. And the good news is this. When you see the profession and what we do through this lens of this biblical perspective, and I don't want to scare people away by talking about the Bible, but it really is a roadmap and when you get in here and you start reading it, what you quickly learn is that we serve, we're called by, we serve a remnant God and who uses remnants. That's right. And this is and this is our SO. This is not a uh, you dirty dog book. This is an SOP book. This is general orders book. There you go. I mean, this is what keeps everything okay in life. But it also provides great hope. There you go. And what we're looking for in a hopeless world, in a hopeless situation, even officers yeah. and their families, they need hope. Why am I still, why am I doing this job? Yeah. I need to know why, because you lose that yeah. along the way. Well, and periodically you have to re- be reminded of why it is you do what you do. That's right. And who you do it for. And I know in this podcast, we're going to have many different opportunities oh, to talk yeah. about that get in, fun, in depth about all that. Yeah. But what I want people to know when they're looking at this first uh, video here and they're saying, why would I want to 
uh, continue to watch this and dial in and tune in for different discussions. We're going to get in depth on all of these yes, issues. Yes, we are. But I know for a fact, and this is the reason why we wanted to, we've been working so hard, but wanted to get this out even before the Christmas holiday. Yes, yes. Is because we know that there are many officers struggling right now. That's right. Uh, my heart hurts because I know of yeah. officers personally, and I know there's so many more yeah. across this nation that are struggling with physical injuries that they've sustained on the job or off the job but also emotional injuries. That's right. Injuries, trauma to their to their body, trauma to their mind, but also trauma to their soul and their spirit. And there are officers Amen. that are barely hanging on. Barely hanging on. And my prayer is, is that there's someone who stumbled upon this podcast, this very one that we yeah, worked hard to on. get out here now, that said, I'm just desperately needing to see some kind of light in this darkness. I want them to know you found it. That's you right. found an opportunity and an outlet. Not us, but we're going to reflect and point you to where that we are revealing. That's it. What God has to say about your life from His Word and hope will arise. Listen to me now. I'm talking to you. Hope will arise in your heart. Great hope will arise in your heart if you if you'll listen to these and and. Listen, we're going to do this no matter what, but we're asking you that you would come and listen to these podcasts. Watch these podcasts. We don't have everything perfect yet. We don't have everything in place. Everything here is changeable. You can shoot us some suggestions, but here's what we know, and we both know this because we live it. Our only hope is through the Word of God and in Jesus Christ. Your only hope is is absolutely, unequivocally, without shame to say to you, your hope is Jesus Christ and his word and his presence. And if you'll let him help you, if you'll begin to walk by faith with him, he will help this issue that is spiritually inside of you and help you begin to walk in a greater level of peace and hope yourself. And I'm telling you, I'm so excited about this because I want our officers to have great hope about their own life, about their own marriage, about their own children, all the things. You know, you just went through a litany of issues that officers can have. They can have all those because of the job, but then they also have struggles and issues like everybody else in life. That's right. They face divorce issues. They face cancer issues. They face heart attacks. They face stroke issues. They face hip replacements. They face shoulder issues. They face arthritis from the amount of adrenaline and cortisol that has dumped in their body over and over and over again for years. All these same things at a higher level that we know and we believe that God has answers for will help you. Well, I know uh, you had some, uh, just a message that you had found from within this book just to share as a word of encouragement. Oh, yeah. I think it speaks to exactly what we're talking about. I hope that it cuts somebody's heart and they say, that's talking to me. But what I want our folks that are watching this to understand, whether you're an officer, a family member, or have nothing to do with law enforcement, but you just stumbled upon this. Number one, that's not by accident. That's right. And number two... Most people, when they hear the word of God, 
they invariably, if they're not familiar with it, they say, that's in there? <laughs> and that's the great thing that I hope mm-hmm. somebody gets from this is, my goodness, maybe there's something in here that speaks to what I'm going through right now. I'm here to tell you, it absolutely does. I mean, it was it's written it. for you That's right. in this moment in that time. That's right. Let me read, I'm going to read this. This is the message translation. Okay. And, uh, but I'm going to read this. I love how this puts us. Now listen, just listen to these words. Where, where is it out of? This is Psalm. Okay. Chapter nine. It's in the old Testament. Psalm chapter nine, it's verse nine. Hmm. And it says, uh, God is a safe house for the battered, a safe house. You know what a safe house is. Yeah. I know what a safe house is. And it says, God is a safe house for the battered. I don't know of any other occupation this year that's been battered more than police officers have publicly and in the news and everywhere else. A sanctuary, which a sanctuary means it's a safe place that uh, that attackers, it, let, let me tell you, if you have a bird sanctuary and you go into a bird sanctuary and you shoot a bird in a bird sanctuary, you're not just going to jail. You're going under the jail. Mm-hmm. Everything you own just about is taken mm-hmm. away. Your car, your guns, all that. Because you went into a sanctuary after prey. God is a sanctuary during bad times. Is anybody mm. facing bad times right go. now? There you go. The moment you arrive, you relax. I have watched. Uh, I'm going to tell you a story about my dog. His name's Wilson. I know we, we're short on time here now, but Wilson, there's a squirrel in our backyard. Wilson has an underground fence, right? Mm-hmm. And this squirrel has learned where Wilson's, the end of his fence is. Knows how far he can knows go. Knows how far he can go. So he'll be inside the fence, and Wilson comes flying out of the door. He's racing down there to catch a squirrel. That squirrel will run to just the other side of that <laughs> fence where our yard is, and it'll just look at him and kind of chirp a little bit and then jump in a tree because mm-hmm. it knows its whole attitude changes once it crosses over into that sanctuary, sanctuary. part. Yeah. You're never sorry that you knocked. I want to read that again. The moment you arrive, you relax. You're never sorry you knocked. Sing your songs to the Zion-dwelling God. Tell his stories to everybody you meet. Hmm. How he tracks down killers. Wow. Isn't that kind of a law enforcement officer's job? Hmm. Isn't that what our detectives do in homicide? Hmm. <gasps> They're acting like God. Yes, you are. Hmm. He tracks down killers, yet keeps his eye on us. He registers every whimper and moan. Be kind to me, God. I've been kicked around long enough. This is what we're telling you, why we started this, because we recognize you've been kicked around long enough. And we feel like God called us to do this program so he can talk to you about the fact he doesn't like the fact you've been kicked around and I've been kicked around long enough. Once you've pulled me back from the gates of death, I'll write the book on hallelujahs, which hallelujahs here for praise the Lord. On the corner of Main Street and First, <laughs> I'll hold a street meeting. I'll be the song leader. We'll fill the, we'll fill the air with salvation songs. That sounds like a guy whose life's been saved, and he's been and, and he's talking to his God, recognizing that it's his God 
that delivered him and set him free. Well, and it says, you know, that uh, finding the sanctuary and it's a safe place and it brings you peace. I hope that's what this podcast can be for folks. I'm hoping there's officers out there that maybe they got questions or they're looking for answers um, and they don't know who they can talk to. They don't feel comfortable talking to their fellow officers or their spouse, maybe even um, somebody that had been a faith leader to them in the past. Maybe they've been hurt by the church or faith or whatever the case may be, and they think, I've got nowhere to go. What I want them to know is... You can be tuning into this. You're going to hear words of hope and encouragement. You're going to hear messages that speak Come to on. exactly what you're going right. through. And it's not going to be Rick saying it. It's not going to be Chris saying it. We're just going to be pointing you back to the one who wrote it all who down. Who wrote it all down so you could have it. So that you have it and you have truth. And that means that officer that's sitting in their car in the middle of the night. Come on. They can flip this on on their laptop, on their phone, whatever the case may be, without anybody looking or knowing that they're even doing it. And be able to be filled with that encouragement, find comfort, that hope, and Come understand on. if you feel like you're up against that wall, yep. you're backed into that corner, you got no place else you can go, there is a way out. And, and it's through this. And I also want to say to you, especially uh, during uh, any kind of holiday period, which these things seem to be exacerbated during those times, reach out to your departmental chaplain. Come on, That's you right. can do that. There, there are chaplains that love and care for you. Reach out to some of those crisis lines where you can do that anonymously and get the help you need. But we want you to know we understand those things are there for a reason. We want you to use those. But we also want to tell you today we love you. There's nothing you can do about it. We're for you. We're standing in agreement for you daily. We both pray for you all the time. And we want you to know that we encourage you Tune in, subscribe, hit that bell so you get the the little uh, right. notices that we're going to have a fresh podcast up, a new one, and uh, this is the start. Yeah, we're committed to Boom. this, and uh, we want uh, everybody to come along for the ride. Yes, get you a cup are. of coffee, join us, and we'll be getting uh, we'll be getting neck deep in all of this uh, for everybody to be a part of it. Looking forward to doing this with you. And, and uh, taking this journey with you, my friend. I'm so excited. It's been a long time Mm. coming. Mm. It's going to be good. Hey, as we say, here we go. Here we go. God bless you.